With the first pick in the 2022 NBA Draft, the Orlando Magic select Paolo Bancaro from Duke University. What's good, family? Welcome to a Minor Hoops Podcast, and welcome to our first summer series. This is going to be completely different than what we've done in the past. Due to this offseason, we wanted to make shorter videos, shorter content, and just kind of hit on some of the big things we're seeing around the league instead of doing a full two hours. So you can still listen to us on Apple, Spotify, you can watch us on YouTube. For sure, keep doing the likes, the subscribes, five stars, four stars, no matter where you are, man. Good comments only because like my mama said, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. We appreciate y'all. And today, today we're talking about Paolo Carroll, the number one draft pick for the Orlando Magic straight out of Duke. How'd y'all feel about this pick, man? Um, Kind of surprised me a little bit only because leading up to it, it seemed like Jabari was going to be a lock um, at that number one pick. Yeah. As if like the Magic had, had fell in love with his game. Um. I'm not mad at him going number one at all. Actually, during the draft, uh, it was the end of the year uh, mm-hmm. celebration with uh, my job. So we were at a bar, and yeah. I'm going to get drinks, and I hear his name go number one. I start cheering because I did not expect <laughs> him to go one. And I think a place like Orlando where you do have certain young talent around him already, I think they just need more so a heart and soul, more so uh, somebody who could form – an identity around them and I think mm-hmm. he's probably out of the three uh that were taken first he's probably the biggest uh presence necessarily um and I thought that was a benefit but in terms of his game I think it's more like a Beasley to Blake Griffin ish yeah. um kind of feel I didn't I don't I don't believe in his his shot as much as you know Mike Mike Beasley on the perimeter but the way he's able to create put his head down uh, control a whole side of a floor just offensively mm-hmm. um, defense is something that everybody always is gonna have to work on going into the NBA but offensively on the side of the ball he can create he can go in right away start give you 30 minutes a game quality right. like I can see him winning rookie of the year just off of production alone that first year not saying in five years he's gonna hands down be the best but and he could be i'm not i'm not taking that away from him but immediately i can see that this is an nba player yeah i don't know how far you know that's gonna take whether it's gonna be just an uh, all-star does he become a regular star does he reach superstardom is he's gonna flirt with you know taking teams to chips i can't say right but i'm very confident in saying going into the draft and right now i He's probably the most NBA ready and best NBA prospect if you had to play somebody today. And I agree with T on that. Just very NBA ready because of his body. Um, you got to think the last year's rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. Like yeah. Paulo is a guy you would think in a game would be like checking him. And that's just the way that the NBA is going is how many guys can you get six, seven and up? with strength that can, you know, contribute on both sides of the floor. But Orlando, I mean, they, they definitely kind of surprised people. Like T said, we all thought it was Jabari going in. Um, I definitely feel like they thought, and I was listening to a podcast, but they were saying, Orlando, you got to think these past few years, they've went with a lot of, like, fours, fives, a lot of length where maybe they're great on the defensive end between, like, Jonathan Isaac, Mo, Mo Bamba. Bamba. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Franz Wagner more can bring something to the offensive end. But yeah. they've been making these type of picks as of recent. So, I, they, I'm thinking they thought probably with Paulo, we at least know we're getting 
a more surefire offensive threat than Jabari. Mm-hmm. Like Jabari is very like, it's still very up in the air what he's gonna be. Like, is he gonna be like? There's a world where maybe he is grows into like a one option. Mm-hmm. I think that's not likely, but he could. I was telling Tamana, I think I see a guy like Jabari protecting projecting out to a Rashad Lewis type of dude. Mm-hmm. But I think with a guy like Paulo, he could potentially be a. Maybe not. He could be a one. Maybe we're not a championship level team if he's our best player. But we could get to the first, second round of a playoffs, which is achievement for Orlando if he's our two. And facts. I, I agree with that. And I agree. Uh, and I would state that I think the biggest thing in terms of how I think that Paolo will be able to be, you know, first round, second round of the playoffs yeah. uh, more readily. So I think it's just mentality approaching it out of the first three picks. And I'm not saying the other three, uh, the other two guys aren't dogs. Right. It just seemed like he had that energy about him more so, um, which, you know, upside is always can show that you can put a team on your back or being willing to face adversity. Right. Downside, you never know how that's going to affect you uh, in, in the NBA environment, but I haven't heard any bad things about this guy. So I, I think he's ready to go. I'm cool with him being in the one pick. This was one of those drafts where it wasn't like there was one person that was just a lock for number one. Yeah. Yeah, so it was – it was more need based, um, so it kind of felt where depends on what what the the ping pong balls were gonna land. That's kind of where the players were gonna land too. And it just so happened that the top three teams in the draft didn't really need guards like Jaden Ivey or uh, necessarily to sneak up there, but they all did need a certain kind of NBA prototypical big, this new style big. Whether yeah. it's OKC with enough patience to 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 wait on Chet. Or um, Jabari, when you have, like I said, the Rockets, when you have somebody with a mentality like Jalen Green already there, yeah. or let's just pair it with, you know, more of a talent. Because I think Christian Woods would be a great comparison to, to Jabari Smith Jr., in, in, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. Christian Wood, who just left the Rockets. Uh, but with Paolo, I think, like I said, most NBA-ready, uh, most self-defined, this is – I'm not going to say this is who he is, of course, uh-huh. but this is more so the lane that he's already going to be in and right. shaped in the future. It's, the question is how good how is good he is going he to be? Exactly. Yeah, it's not what kind of player he is. We see it. He's going to develop more. Of course, his jump shot, I think, is going to fall more steadily in the NBA eventually. He's, how effective he's going to be at being what yep, he is already. How can he, implement, uh, how can he affect winning on both sides of the ball, being one of those leaders? Those are the questions that we have for Paolo, not his game. I'm going to take a turn, all right? Because y'all, y'all, y'all are very positive right now. I'm very positive. Hey, man. This is cool. Can't don't, hate on 19-year-olds. Don't, don't hate can't to hate, hate on 19-year-olds. I'm not going to hate to hate. Yeah, yeah. we I'm can't hate to hate. I'm not going to hate to hate. But, but I do hate this situation. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of Orlando. That's fine. As, as That's a, fair. As Organization. A place, as a place for development. They don't And, and then well. you said one thing that I don't agree with. You said what? that this was a needs-based kind of pick. I don't think it was a needs-based kind of pick because, let's be honest, Orlando got lengthy forwards all over the place. Now, granted, like you said, Isaac, Isaac is injured, hasn't hit. Yeah, hasn't yeah. hit. Mo Bamba really hasn't they're, hit. They're talking about he, they're one side gone. of the floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Franz still up in the air. You got but he's these, not Paolo. No disrespect. Paolo. No disrespect because he had a great rookie season I get it. too. I get it. I get it. But once again, like I'm looking at it from a lens of you got all these young players that were waiting for them to hit. And the question is, 
are they not hitting because they're not good? They're or not they're not hitting because it's Orlando? Or they're not hitting because Orlando doesn't know how to develop a basketball player. I go 70% on you. <laughs> on Orlando, I'm and cool with putting concern. it. Yeah, I'm cool with that's that. That's my concern. I was sitting there watching like, dang, I really don't want Orlando to have the first pick. Like, I wish that's someone fair. else had it. Yeah. I yeah. don't want okay. It's like when the Knicks it. have it. Like if the Knicks the Knicks would never get it. I right. hope they never it's get like, it again. And, and and this isn't about Sacramento at all. And this this is another stray out of nowhere. But once again, I didn't want anyone to go to Sacramento. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. don't Yeah, because they don't, don't develop well. This. I say it all the time. I don't want this for none of them. That's like, fair. That I, is so, fair. I tell T That's my concern though. Oh, yeah, I go tell, ahead. Yeah, I tell T all the time, like, this is why I always joke about like the concept of flipping the lottery. Like teams like Teams like OKC, teams like Orlando, um, and even Sacramento, over these next three to five years, it's really going to show, like, especially with all the draft picks that have been just traded over these course of these past few years yeah. for superstars, like, the good teams are going to be good regardless of where they're at in the draft. Whether you're in the top of the lottery, yeah. whether you're at the end of the first round, yeah. if you know how to identify a person that fits you, if you know how to do the proper research into this person's background, do they truly love the game? If the moment they get these checks, are they going to not be invested in getting better? Right. And then also, are we putting him in a system where we're coaching him to do what is good for his game? And then also, like, are we giving him the right timeline? A dude that is in a win-now scenario can't draft a dude that's going to be a project and vice versa. So, like, I think with Orlando, they have enough young dudes. You see, first of all, I mean, in terms of guard situation, like, between Mark Fultz, R.J. Hampton, Jalen Suggs, like, Cole Anthony, like, those four, like, somebody, when they do reach whatever that – all right, it's time for us to make the playoffs. Like, two of those guys, at least, are going to be gone because all four of those dudes don't fit. Yeah. They just naturally, they don't. But okay. at least in terms of five, four, and three, there is some hope between Wendell Carter, Paolo Bancaro, and Franz Wagner. That could be a good, you know what I'm saying, five, four, and three. Now, yeah. I personally still do think from time to time that Wendell's best position is at the five. Mm-hmm. I believe so but as well. if you want to go for the heck of it right now, okay, like, let's just get all these young dudes development, and then we can figure something out. But I think that little that think that group right there i think terrence ross is going to get a piece that's going to be moved i think i'm assuming they brought in gary harris because they maybe want to play him or you could get off his contract so i think that would get off his contract kind of move probably I, that's what for at least for gary yeah which but, make which would make sense but i think here's the and like i said the issue is with me is that once again i love cole anthony i love Jalen suggs i think franz wagner is still up in the air i love paulo ben carroll i like a lot of the duke players once they leave Duke, yeah, like yeah. as soon as they take the jersey off, I'm like, oh yeah, no oh, great, great, great basketball player, player. Like, I love great basketball player. And so, <laughs> Paolo Bencaro, Wendell Carter, I think they're good, a good situation here. But once again, I, I need to see these guys elevate at some point because Markel Fultz isn't young anymore. Like he, no. he's young, but he's, but he's yeah, yeah. Like it's proven ground time. Cole Anthony, all right, you gave us two years. All right, proven ground time. The yeah. same situation where Darius Garland finally separated himself from yeah, Colin Sexton, from Colin Sexton yeah. a little bit, and I still think Colin's a good basketball. Oh, player. Oh, he is. Yeah, I think he he's is. talented. I think he'll be a. Great, I think he could start in some of these teams. In the I league. think he'll be like, a great no six score off the bench, like great guy who come in and give you fifteen, seventeen. I think, I think yeah, or, like yeah. But I haven't seen that separation from any any prospect that Orlando has brought in. That's in the, fair. In the last what six years, yeah. you haven't seen development. So it's like, all right, dog. Don't do this to this kid. Don't do this to this kid because we've seen other players who come out of out of great situations in college get drafted at third or first or second. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum being one, and we're like, you know what? Oh, that's a star. 
Right. Shoot, we saw Lonzo get drafted too. He was in yeah. LA, stunted, goes to New Orleans. Like, oh, yeah, he could be something. He could be. He could be. It's situational. I think. Yeah. And so it's like this. Is, I think that lends itself, and I and I think Orlando is. I don't think Orlando and OKC are synonymous. I think I think it's two different situations because yeah. I think OKC. Is I think OKC. Timeline. I was about to say they OKC. Is in the same, yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with OKC's picks and how they how they move and how they work. I, that's why I was fine with them holding tight on Chet because yeah. when Jabari slides to number two, the next question is okay, does OKC change on their pick? So. I, I completely agree. I think OKC is in a better position, honestly, in a weird way than the Orlando Magic because I trust sure, them more as an organization. Sure. So yeah. when they have these assets to move, whether it's just these 16-year-old picks that they have in the, uh, the future or if it's uh, the, the players on they have on the mile right now from Shea to, 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 to Chet that's just now coming on to Giddy, mm-hmm. I can believe in more of a plan for OKC. I don't feel like there's a plan for for Orlando Magic. I think they're just hoping that they land on a player that's going to be willing to just be that much right. of a nuclear and, star and that a gravitational pull happens. That's exactly what I heard because I watched their press conference um, after the uh, draft. So they sat down for a moment, gave their uh, their insight on why they drafted Paolo first. And it very much gave off the impression of, oh, we're not stressing that he needs to be a superstar right now. We're not, you know... We're going to give him time, give him grace, all that in the third, which is cool. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but you're also saying we just took another shot and we just hope it lands in our favor. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean, a part of that is the draft, but yeah. then a part of that is like, no, dog, like. You're not evaluating talent well enough you if you feel see? like that. Yeah. Like, what did you see? And and all you can tell me is we saw the best, that we think he's the best player. We took player the best the player. We took it, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I get it because he was first. Like, but, come on, but you don't dog. got no plan with that. Come on, yeah, you dog. have like, no you plan. Gotta, you gotta give me more than. And I'm and I'm not that. mad because I always say like, especially after your track record, I always say like nine point five times out of ten, regardless of whatever like a uh, team or organization or whatever needs that you may have, if you right. have the number one pick, you take the best player in the draft. Like I don't care. I don't care if you you have Steph Curry and and the best player in the draft is a point guard. Well, yeah. guess what? You drafting a point guard if it's if it's that much of a separation. This year wasn't that much of a separation, and all three picks were big. So like they were all six ten, kind of mobile guys. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. now we have to nitpick. So I think I agree with you. The Magic, if they spoke like that, should have definitely at least gave the public a little bit more because it wasn't like a. What's worse is. Who knows what they saw? Because you, uh, you said uh, the way they look at it is, is, um, excuse me, I don't want to butcher it, but what did they say? Their post game conference uh, was. So the post game conference, they walked. They said people asked them like, okay, a lot of people, a lot of fans are really excited. We we understand that uh, you guys aren't going to put that. Kind of, do you? I think he's going to live up to those yeah. kind of expectations. And they were just saying they took the best player in the draft, etc., exactly. etc. Et but the reports are he didn't work out for the Magic. The no, reports yeah, are, yeah, they were no workout out. for the Magic. It was all conversation. They said he was very forthright. They said they liked it was on energy. Zoom and stuff like that. Yeah, they liked his energy, like the way he communicated, seemed like he was very honest and open about what My kind of play. Biggest he thing to is, be. I honestly don't think Paolo separated himself enough, like in, on on the court, to just require a Zoom call to to. And I didn't even work him out like for a personal one and to I, make and that like, pick. And I'm not mad hey, at man. the pick. Sometimes it's hey. a, sometimes it's a it's a position jockeying battle in terms of like okay if Orlando did bring and they said one reason why they didn't bring him in was okay if we bring him in 
people are going to assume that we want Paolo. Now maybe they don't want other teams trying to then come to them with trade offers and whatnot about what do we have to do to get this pick. So, okay. right. I mean, Fair. I, I, th- I was, that's, that, was a, that was the element that they kind of alluded to as yeah. well. They talk about, you know, there is a game within the game of being of, yeah. in the draft. And so trying to keep things close to their vest. They said they talked to OKC. They said they but you got the number to, one pick. Like, it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like you're sitting at nine and you're hoping somebody slides. Right. right. But they, I, from everything they said, they said, you're trying to make sure, like, okay, where was everyone else head at as best as they, they can, can get an understanding of. Which just proves to me a little bit that you still ain't sure. Yeah, that's, like, what, I'm, that's, that's what I'm hearing. And, 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 and I get that because it is a draft. Like, I want to understand. You don't have to be 100% locked in on draft. these. Yeah. What you, as a team with. Teams need to start doing more and more and more is, as you see two teams in the finals this past year with Golden State and Boston, understanding, okay, like, if there is a home run, if there is a Luka Doncic, okay, like, we're going to draft him. But if it's not a superstar, okay, now we need to then go into what fits us. Certain teams are just picking guys to pick guys. We look at, I'm looking at Orlando's depth chart today. Like I said, as we speak, if you pull mm-hmm. it back up, I got it's you. Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, Paulo. Wendell, but then we start to look at, I'm starting to look at past year's drafts, like, okay, why are they even in the position they're in right now? And you know what you look at? <laughs> Orlando's around the lottery pretty much mm-hmm. all every year, past every couple year. of years. Seven like, years. Yeah, in a like, row. The last years, time Orlando was like, comp- they had a couple years where they were like, in, like, I remember when the Raptors won in the playoffs, I think they beat them in the first round. But for the most part, they've been pretty much in the lottery. We look at these past few years. Last year, they did hit well. Franz Wagner, you look at like kind of who comes after him in the draft, not anybody that's like, oh, they should have took him over then. So that's a good pick, right? But then we start to go back to 2020. They drafted, who is it? Who did Orlando draft in this way? And at number 15, drafted Cole Anthony, right? Mind you, one potential name that could have helped them on the back end are two guys that maybe I think are going to be better than Cole Anthony. Sadiq Bey goes at 19 mm. to Brooklyn. Tyrese Maxey goes at 21. I get Tyrese. Right, mind you. But, like, it's like, I, even when we drafted Cole Anthony, I think everybody knew Cole Anthony is not going to be, like, yeah. a lead number one guard. Yeah. So, at that point in time, okay, if we know we're not getting an elite starting level point guard, like I said, for the if Orlando's loving wings the way they are, Sadiq Bey could have been somebody great for them. Tyrese could have been. We go back even a year prior now, 2019, they draft... Who did they draft in the lottery? Um, they drafted at number 16 right outside the lottery, Chuma Okiki. As we can see, there are, there's no ringing of that name right now. Right. If you look at names that got drafted <laughs> after him, though, after that dude, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who I think if you put him in another situation in this league, we're talking about a completely different player. Matisse Thibel goes at 20 mm-hmm. to Boston. Brandon Clark on the Memphis Grizzlies is at 21. Grant Williams is at 22. Right, so no, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. They don't go into the drafts with a game plan for the future necessarily. Upon building on something, they're trying to just land. You're just trying a to superstar pick- that was just gonna have this sun type of gravitational pull without them having to actually develop uh, yeah. the player into to anything. It's 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 kind of like a, a random swing. Not, I'm not gonna say random. That's that's a strong statement, but it's 
But it's like, yeah. It's it, like an estimated guess, it's, but it's, you're not guessing for something specific. You're guessing for stardom each and every time. And it's like you have to recognize at a certain point, like, okay, if this guy isn't a star, because everybody in these drafts, like, we always, I, I realize how we pay attention to rookie classes and we slander them so much in year one. Yep. We're looking, the mass only cares about the next LeBron James, the next yeah. Luka, like the next one to come in and immediately put a team on their back. Right. Only one to three guys maybe are doing that in a good draft. Like in a good draft, you exactly. have you have three perhaps. Dudes, perhaps perhaps like that year one. But since we only care so much about those, that's all we care about. So if a dude isn't that right away, it's an issue. But like I said, like if you know what you're doing in terms of Golden State having Andrew Wiggins right now, his for the fact that he wasn't going to be an always night in night out play hard dude, you can't be like a superstar one option. But in the right system, you can be a great second third. So right. teams like Orlando, they just need to realize like okay. We're going to continue to give all of these second, third role guys opportunity to play early, and we're going to continue to look for maybe whenever it is we hit that one superstar. Okay. So, but I think Paula will be good for Orlando though long term. I do too. I yeah. do too. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll see in terms of his numbers. I think he'll be somewhere in the ballpark of what he did in college, low key. I think he'll do seventeen and eight this yeah. season, um, depending on how many minutes he play. Um, but I think he can definitely put up those kind of numbers coming in. Um, how efficient he is, how comfortable he looks out there. That's I mean, that's, you, that remains to be there's, seen. There's, of course, that's an adjustment. Yeah, that's just an adjustment period. You and any player for the most part has to deal with. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll see, y'all. We'll He'll, see. He will be good. He will be good. I, I always tell people, don't judge rookies until year four at like the earliest. Like a true judgment. Don't judge them until honestly, because your first year. You're learning everything. Yep. Your second year, you you think you figured it out, but it's like, oh, there's things that I didn't know last year that I'm now learning in an increased role. So, like, that third year, it's like, okay, there's maybe a couple more things you need to learn, but by year four, it's like we can give you a fair assessment on where we think you're going to be at in the league. I'm with it. Yeah, that's when your potential pretty much caps. That We were just having a quick conversation by Anthony Simons uh, yesterday. I was mm-hmm. like, it's about year four or five for him, so. Yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all let us know, man. Y'all let us know what y'all think Paolo Bancaro is going to do this season. Orlando's Magic, number one pick, number one overall pick. Um, how do y'all think Orlando's going to develop him? Is he going to be a long timer? Will he bolt after his uh, rookie year, after his rookie contract? Well, Which very well could happen. Very well could Please happen. Please stop Photoshopping Lakers jerseys on everybody. <laughs> But y'all let us know in the comments, man. If you're enjoying this, go check out our next one. Uh, we're doing uh, Chet Holmgren, who just landed in OKC. So, yeah. Appreciate y'all. As always, Easily Brief Game. We love you. Be safe. We out.